Hey guys, this is Rob, and welcome to another experiment, another edition, an edition of an experiment, an experimental edition, whatever, whatever it is. Welcome to another uh, thing that I'm calling Give Us This Day, our daily Guinness. Every day, 2019, I'm drinking a pint of Guinness, and I'm releasing these uh, smaller episodes in between the longer uh, form conversations that I'm doing every Tuesday here on the podcast. Now, here's the deal. Today is Friday, and I want to share a thought with you, a thought for your weekend, and I want to talk for a second about solidarity. Have you ever been on social media and uh, let's say scrolling through Instagram, for instance, say you are laying in bed, it's 1.30 in the morning, you know you should be sleeping, but you dove over to that magnifying glass section of Instagram. Maybe you clicked on a hashtag relevant to the kind of art that you create and you're scrolling through it and you find yourself feeling kind of gross. You find yourself... Uh, not connecting with any of this art that's being put out there. For me, it's music. When I'm on some sort of social media and I'm scrolling through and I just, I feel like it's constantly uh, overloaded with shredders. What, maybe your guitar, bass, and like people are like slapping so fast uh, that you almost think their guitar neck's gonna start on fire. Sometimes I find myself thinking, uh, man, well, is this what it means to be a musician in 2019? And to be a musician, to be creating something means you're going to be putting videos of yourself shredding because let's be real, all the videos that get the most likes online are people shredding super fast and going crazy and they have all this technical ability. I have found myself in the past looking at that and almost seeing it and questioning my own self and my own art because of the fact that I'm not connecting with it. Nothing in this is speaking to me. This has nothing to do with why I got into music, but then I start second guessing myself because, man... Well, if everybody else is into this, uh, maybe I maybe am I just uh, not liking it because I'm being insecure. What are the reasons behind this? Maybe I need to just get into like really crazy Shredville uh, if I'm gonna make it make a living as a bass player in the uh, for the rest of my life. Because maybe this is what people want. But then you find yourself in a conversation with someone and they say something that makes you think, "Oh my gosh, okay." I'm not alone. And all of a sudden you can feel yourself almost like almost like a knot in the in your shoulders goes almost like a, yeah, it's almost like a knot in your back just kind of loosens up and you find yourself almost taking this deep breath and being like, "Oh man, maybe maybe I'm not crazy. Okay, maybe I'm not the only one that thinks this way." Uh that happened to me recently. I've been sitting on an interview with my friends Aaron and Christian Ankrum, and I'm so pumped to release it later this month. It's going to be a part one and part two series because the conversation was so awesome. But uh, in that conversation, Aaron dropped this wisdom bomb talking about the difference between art and athletics. I want to share with you this part of the conversation in hopes that if you find yourself uh, creating something this weekend. Maybe you're going to uh, play a concert this weekend you're, or you're creating a painting or you're writing something. Whatever it is, whatever you are focused on right now in your life, I just think what the guys say right here is a great reminder 
to ask ourselves, why did I get into whatever I'm doing in the first place? What is it about this art form that I'm creating that moves me on a deep, meaningful level? And how can I express that through my art? Dude, this, this whole, okay, this, I got to be careful because this conversation, I could just derail but I've got this derail us, man. From the rails it's me. been on. Yeah. I, I feel like there's a couple of schools of thought. Yeah, right. Yeah. These very strict rails we've we've adhered to. There, there to me is, I mean, infinite spots in between on these two sides of the spectrum I'm going to throw out there. But to me and my mindset, and I think maybe this speaks to a little bit of your question about the approach. Uh, what are you? What's your mindset going into recording? I think there's. Uh, this technical ability that you you have to have some amount of to play the instrument, but I feel like it's equivalent to an alphabet, and the alphabet is there for us to make words and communicate something, the thing, and when it, and when we elevate the technical side of things, like this person's not like chopped up the way and doing the things I want them to do. It's like praising people for being really great at saying the alphabet. Which is this really weird thing. It's only a framework for yes. us to communicate it. And I get it, but it, it's like it's kind of like this fine line between is it art or athletics? And both are really fun, but both can flip into each other's world. Like a really great athlete, when they're transcending the, the framework, the structure of the game, it's art. And when someone is not transcending the framework of music, it feels more like athletics to me. Like when you go see a cover band who's not doing a great job at it. Yes. And they're they're playing everything, but they're doing something you could program um, a machine to do. Yeah. And the, it's just numbers. It, it's just physical input-output. Yes. Versus transcending the alphabet of technical knowledge. Yes. So where do you... Is, I'm, I'm just wondering, because you see such... You see things so much, so big picture... Can you tell if someone is transcending just the part when you're tracking with someone? Can you tell? Like, what are what are things that you can tell? Okay, this person's in it. He's not just input, output, following the chords of the song. Well, you can feel it. Okay. And sometimes in this conversation, I'm not, not that you do this, but in when I'm trying to communicate this to other people in a creative yeah. environment, they're like, it's essentially not in these words, they're saying, well, how do you quantify that? Mm. How, how do you... How do you like what metric do you base that at? When are you transcending? I'm like, well, that's kind of that's kind of the whole point is that you don't. Mm-hmm. You just feel it. And what this I started thinking about this first when Chris you're asking Christian about his yeah. thing. Christian, when he comes in and tracks, he's base he like he'll take every take the, the drummer wants to take. Every time. I'm like, should I pull up a new playlist? Yep. I'll do it down with him every time. And then at the end, Christian will be like, I want to run at this, this, and this. He builds the house and then he decorates it. He, he makes sure he has everything there and then he comes mm. back and boom, 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 right? Yep. And he's been taking this whole time to see where it needs air, where it needs like life in it. And when we're in the studio together, I would say the number one, when we need to make a decision, it's when does the hair on our arms rise up? Yes. Like that's the thing we're chasing. And that's why the questions are sometimes hard to answer. Like, how, what's the process? What's this? It's like you just keep fishing <laughs> until, yes. until you go. Oh, that was that's it. 
you know. Mm-hmm. I recently heard that some people get like those chills when they're listening to music, and some people don't. It's like a, oh, wow. s- a certain percentage or something like that. Do that you? Sad. Oh yeah, I like as you, honestly as you were just talking about it. Like I started like remembering moments where like when you're listening to something that you've done and you finally get there, and all of a sudden it's just like your back kind of has this thing that like yeah, oh yeah. Like the back of your neck. Yeah, mm-hmm. like whatever that is. Honestly, yeah. I, sometimes when I pee, it happens too. <laughs> so <laughs> somehow uh, there, there's some sort of joy connected there. But yeah. yeah. But yeah, like so trying trying to transcend is like the whole point for me. Mm. Like to get to get past the thing. And one question that I if if I could sit down with my heroes, my musical heroes. Especially, I think this is probably more suited for my musical heroes. The question that I'm always asking myself is, when these guys were in the room, or girls, when these musicians were in the room, when this magical moment was recorded, did they feel about it the way I feel about it? Hmm. Is it possible for me to feel about something I create the way I feel about these songs that blew my mind? Hmm. You, you know what I mean? Like, Is that possible, or is that just like, you kind of strive for that, like that's the bar, but you know you'll never get there. Like hmm. when the edge was like, ding, 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 yeah, everyone's like, yeah, that's really cool. I think that's gonna be something. But did they ever feel that thing that I feel when I mm. when I hear it or when I first heard it? Yeah, you know. Have you ever felt that way about a song you've recorded? Uh, Have you ever felt that way that you're describing about someone else's tune? Have you ever felt that when? Well, that's that's the question. And whether I could fully feel that way. And yeah. I've, I've had breakthrough moments. Mm. Like, oh, there it is. Oh, my gosh. Right? Like, you're, you're there. Like, all the fog clears. The, that, that's the drug that keeps you coming back against mm-hmm. all the commercial barriers. Man, I think the, the great song, right? Like, you'd hope that a great song, like the writer, the producer, whatever, felt that. And then all these people have that same feeling, right? Like, so Sally can wait. Yeah. Right? Like when yeah. we were at Oasis yeah. 15 years ago. And oh, you guys Chicago. saw live? Yeah. Oh. And like yeah. the whole place us. is going nuts and like falling over themselves for this song that these guys wrote. And you would think that in the little studio that they recorded that in, that they would have that moment. And then when you play it out live, you can have that with other people who are having that mutual feeling. Um when you're doing it, we're not on that level, and maybe we never will be, but you'd hope that those small feelings that you have, well, maybe big feelings, would be mutual. And I think that's a big part of why we play music, is that we've felt that on our own and individually, and in writing a song together, mm-hmm. Aaron and I working on something and feeling that. And then we're like, what if not only we could feel that, but a room of people mm. or a large room of people yes. could feel it together. Yes. yes. Are we capable of encapsulating our human experience and sharing that with a room of people? Make a record of it and then recreate it live. That's the drug yeah. in a lot of ways.